Hey y'all, welcome back to another good episode on the NASCAR series with Michael. Let's kick it off. Since we're in the Martinsville on Saturday night, I have plans I I might have coverage of that. Some coverage. It and we're gonna a flashback around that. And, and other stuff. Started with Kyle Busch pins potential in 2021 success on 2020 Texas win. Not in my heart. No, no, no. <laughs> Jimmy, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars switching to Geico? Happier than Dikembe Mutombo blocking a shot. Get happy. Get Geico. look at uh, 2021 and your on-track performance for this upcoming year. I want to first look back at 2020 because it was so new. It was so different in a lot of ways. Um, What can you carry over from 2020 and know that you either need to improve on or that you kind of helped your team out uh, now for 2021? Yeah, I think some of the biggest things was just um, more so than what we did right with what we did wrong. And uh, trying to fix the wrongs and come up with the solutions as to what and why. And um, I kind of think we have a better sense of that, um, especially from our race at Texas. He has done it. Kyle Bush wins at Texas. That means I kind of need all that. We kind of had this philosophy of how to do things and build cars and whatever for the 550 package. And it just was not working for us. We were striking out, you know. And so um, we completely revamped that, that thought process for Texas. And lo and behold, it, we had a fast car and we won the thing, you know. So I think we're going to have a, a better sense of the 550 package races for this year. Uh, there's less of them now, though, which is interesting. And um, going into the new year, we'll be running more of the lower down for 750 package. So uh, we were behind the eight ball on that front as well, too, I feel like. You know, we weren't the best of the 750 guys each and every week that went to the track. The, the nine, most notably, was was certainly one of the best. I think the 22 was right up there as, as another one. And, um, you know, we were, we were somewhere, you know, fifth to eighth. So we've got our work cut out for us on that, too. <laughs> And now, flashback to 2020 Martinsville recap. Chase Elliott walking off as Kevin Harvick was eliminated. If you're one of those... Man, this thing looks wild. Looks fast. Take two. Check out this one. Long hair, loves to hike, and plays frisbee. What is he, a Labrador? (laughs) So should I meet him? You're not that adventurous. Yes, I am. Try me. Okay. Jump into that lake. I'll do it. Let's all do it. I'm in. This is crazy. (laughs) You coming? Seriously, it is way too comfortable in here. (laughs) The all-new Sienna. Toyota, let's go places. You're one of those seven drivers that haven't won yet. If you win, you automatically advance to that championship four. Drivers, start your engine! To determine the championship four. Green flag for racing in Martinsville. Got a wreck in one and two. Clint Boyer in the 14, and Austin Dillon in the three collected. Caution. Got a car spun out in turn four. The 50-car arrow just dumped it. The 11 with his 11th stage win. 2020. Who's off the radiator or something? So, pit road work on that. Chase Elliott is going to win stage two, speeding on pit road. 
could determine if Brad Kozlowski makes it in the championship four or not. Big wreck in the middle of three and four. The oh. 24 of William Byron has made huge contact. The back of his car shortened up dramatically. He is going to win his way into the championship four. Elliott wins at Martinsville. Can Harvick do it? The final turn. Let's go get it. He needs the position. Oh, Harvick spins the 18. Turns into the 18. He turns as well. The 18 crosses the start finish line, and Harvick is going to be out of the playoffs. What a win for the 19. That was a recap from last November when they raced at Martinsville. And now, in their 01, Logano Truex break down their, their 2018 playoff Martinsville finish. Did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and more? So what are you waiting for? World's strongest man, Martins Litsis, to help you break down boxes? What am I going to do to you, box? Let me break it down for you. Oh, yeah. Geico, see all the ways you could save. Race one, round three, and a free pass to Homestead. Once you win, you're in. Hey, man, we're at a short track. Tempers flare here. Martinsville, we had a, we had a great car, and you know, in the long runs, it just it would come to me, and I could I could make time. And you know, I was working on the 22 for the lead, and working and working and working. And got a mirror full of the 78. Just keep hitting that mark, buddy. We're racing the heck out of each other. Here comes MTJ to the bottom. Martin Truex Jr. now puts the crosshairs on the back bumper of the Shell Pennzoil Ford. Last pit stop, we, we put ourselves in position to win the race. We're up front. Our car was pretty tight the last run. We, we made some adjustments that it didn't quite like so much, and we lost a little bit of speed in the car where it was going to be all I can do to, to hold off the 78. No cars in between the 78 of Martin Trex Jr. and Joey Logano. Yeah, was inside him once and couldn't quite make it make it work and got sideways off, off the turn two, and he cleared me back, and I drove back up underneath him and just continued to just try to gain inch by inch by inch. There was a few laps to go. He was there. You know, we started bumping around a little bit. He's underneath me. Truex hugging the bottom. Logano left it right on the outside. Going into turn one after the white flag. Well, I had probably half a car on him. I was doing all I can to, to pin him down on the curb, and he's doing all he can to, to get by me. He just rolled in a little bit faster and, and was able to clear him. Truex to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get it done at the exit of two. He does. Eventually down the back straight, we got in front of me, and at that point, what's on the line is not just a race win, it's a championship. I had, you know, probably one and a half to two-car lead going into three, and I'm like, oh, man, there's no way you can drive in hard enough to get to me. So at that moment, I said, I, I got to pull the bump and run that I've seen a million times at Martinsville. You know, he just rolled in there with no brakes and slammed me in the back and continued to hit me until I slid up the track, and, and it all was fine. I was like, all right, we're going to be we're gonna be okay. We're going to drag race. I was able to execute that move uh, enough to where we can drag race to the start-finish line. He shoves him up the racetrack. In the game, come on. When he hit me in the side, he hit my left front tire in just the right way that it completely ripped the steer wheel out of my hands. No one knew who's going to win 20 feet before the start-finish line. It just cranked the wheels left. That's why I was 90 degrees sideways coming off turn four. In the game, come on. Turn the left on it. Come on. Hard, 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 hard. It was a it was a tough finish for sure. We really wanted to win that race, and I think we would have if he if he did just not run inside of me so hard. It sucks, but it's always next time, I guess. Miami, baby, yes. Those races are so much fun to be a part of. Job, buddy. Good job, man. Good job. And now. And the next gen car is set for a two-day tire test at Darling. Arlington, and this Tuesday, 
and Wednesday with Tyler Reddick, driver of the number eight for Richard Childress Racing. And Darlington was home to where NASCAR returned last season after a two-month hiatus. Yes. Is where it ran three times last year. Kevin Harvick won two of the three. Denny Hamlin won one of those. And here's a weekend schedule for Martinsville Speedway. Thursday, April 8th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The Virginia is for Racing Lovers 200 for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. And 8 p.m. is the Cookout 250. And then, and then April 9th is the Cookout. April 9th is the Cookout 250. April 10th is the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. The next race is at 8 p.m. Thursday. The Wheeling race is at 8 p.m. And the Cup race is at 7.30 p.m. And the Modifieds are 8 p.m. Thursday. Xfinity's 8 p.m. on Friday. And, and the Cup Series is 7.30 p.m. Saturday. Night. So we got a good action pack. After weekend. All right, it's taking a while. And now Martinville Mystic, historic photos from the timeless track. We're going to go in the modern era. Era from, from, from the 2000s, 2000s to, the 2000, to the present. 2006. We're, we're pretty sure grandfather clocks don't like champagne, but Jimmy Johnson has nine of them. Along and them are this one from this, uh, from this Subway 500 fall race in 2006, and most recently from the fall of 2016. 2011. Tony Stewart's third one at the 0.5 of two six month old track was one for the history books. During post racing, he avoided. He declared that points leader Carl Edwards better be worried about his eight point edge in the standings. Counting this race, Stewart went on to win three in the season's final four races to edge out Edwards in a tiebreaker for his third NASCAR Cup Series title. Yeah, out thirteen. Bubba Wallace became the first African-American to ever win in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and joined Wendell Scott as the only African-Americans to win a national NASCAR National Series event. Wallace would repeat as a fall race winner in 2014 as well. Dale Earnhardt Jr. 
Eric captured an elusive Martinsville win for his final victory. He recruited Steve Latarte before Latarte left. Before Latarte left, left for the NBC Sports broadcast for the NBC for the NASCAR on NBC reboot. 2015. Even after 70 years, history is still being written at Martinsville. Rising young star Chase Elliott got his first start. First NASCAR Cup Series started at the Paper Club in 2015. In the number 25 Napa Auto Park, sure, like a rough death and the notorious bumping and banging out the short track, and Elliott finished in 38th in that race. 2015. Jeff Gordon earned his final NASCAR Cup Series win and at the short track, which locked him into the championship determining race, winning race at Homestead Miami Speedway. As we're going into Homestead, Chant warmed the hearts of the entire NASCAR community, perfectly capping off his legendary career. 2018, Clint Boyer finally ended the long, this winless drought of his career, 190 races, by picking up his first Martinsville grandfather clock in the spring race in 2018. The exert, the and was capped by Boyer running to celebrate his family and one of the most notable NASCAR photos of all time. 2018 again. Joe Liano and Martin Truex Jr. battled to the end and in this one with the Team Penske driver putting in the bumper to Truex's Toyota on the final lap to move him out of the way and ultimately take the checkered flag. The scene of seeing the pair slide across the finish line with Denny Hamlin nearly sneaking, sneaking by. I will be etched out in our moment memories for a year to come. 2019, Brad Kozlowski crosses the finish line to win the NASCAR Cup Series STP 500 at Martinsville Speedway. Kozlowski led 446 of 500 laps in that race. 2020, Martin Truck Sr. notches his second straight Martinsville win on a, on, a, on a Wednesday night in June, the second coming in the first scheduled night race for the, truck, for the Cup Series in track history. 2020, Harrison Burton wins the first NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Martinsville since 2006. Harrison's dad, Jeff, won at Martinsville in the Cup Series in, in, the Cup Series in, 19, in, in 97. Here. Fun fact, that race was on Halloween. <laughs> and now 2020, Chase Elliott punches his ticket into the championship four with a victory. Oh yeah, Martinsville. Elliott will go on to win the NASCAR Cup Series championship a week later. We are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for a good old vote on the NASCAR Series.